Hello to everyone at the Australian Hairdressing Council. I'm Kim Cray, the Salon Mentor, and today I want to talk to you about staff performance and what it really takes to get our staff performing profitably for you. Okay, now this is an area where we as owners and managers tend to get really frustrated, right? It's an area where we whinge a lot. We tend to easily blame, don't we? What's wrong with my staff? I make all this money, you know, none of them hit target. When I was their stage, I was making this uh, staff today, okay? It's very easy for us to fall into that mindset and fall into that habit of almost giving our power away, okay? Blaming other people. But here's the problem. We can't change anything that we believe is someone else's fault, if you like, okay? If we feel we've got no control over that, we're sunk, okay? And the reality is that as a leader, we have so much influence on how our staff perform. And I get this is a real issue, right? The data that we're seeing now is looking like at least seven out of 10 of every employed stylist out there is underperforming. Now, that, that, multiplies out to a lot of profitability problems for salon owners, right? So this is an area we definitely need to get on top of. But to do that, we absolutely need to be willing to let go of that belief that it is someone else's problem or someone else's fault or our staff's fault, okay? If our expectation is that it should just miraculously happen, you do it, so why can't they do it? then, guys, that's not a realistic expectation and you're going to spend your life tearing your hair out because it's just not going to happen. So let's learn what it does take to make it happen, okay? So getting straight to the heart of it, guys, there are three things that as leaders we need to master in order to get peak performance out of our staff. Now, number one is about expectations. Now, performance in a nutshell is two things. To me, performance equals expectations and accountability clear expectations and accountability to make it so, okay? Let's talk about expectations. So we can't, we'll never get success by assuming people should just know. Whatever you want to expect of people, whatever you want to hold them accountable to, you must communicate and get agreement to. And I'll tell you more about the agreement part as we get further on, okay? So I call this starting clean. And starting clean is giving that employee the best possible chance of being successful for you by showing them where the goalposts are, right? By talking about what you will expect, how it's going to be measured, how their success will be evaluated, okay? What life is going to be like generally, what I'm going to need from you as a member of the team. They can't read minds. Not everybody thinks like you. Um, our role as a leader is to be able to get results through other people and to be able to get results through people who don't necessarily think like us, okay? It's about, it's about our ability to adapt our leadership style to get results through very different types of people. Now, here's how you're going to need to do that. You're going to need to take some time at some point to sit down and think, what do I expect from my staff? And that's going to fall into two categories. One is behaviour. How, what is acceptable behaviour? And it might, that'll uh, cover um, obviously how they conduct themselves with clients, with each other, with you, um, even, you know, what time they get to work, uh, 
personal presentation, how they handle sick days, all of that stuff falls into the category of behaviour. So you need to be able to preferably write down exactly what you expect from the staff member in all of those areas. Secondly, though, you need to really be able to clarify what you expect in terms of performance, okay? So you might, you'll need to have a conversation with a new staff member within the first 48 to 72 hours. Research shows us that there is a, a very small window when a new employee starts in your business where they are open and moldable and looking for direction from you, okay? By the end of that third day, so that's two to three days, by the end of day three, they have formed their opinions on what it's like here, what they're going to need to do, okay? And those opinions and beliefs will start to form habits and those habits are what's going to show up on your report feeds. So if you want to influence what shows up on your report feeds, you need to influence their understanding of who we are and how we play here, what's expected of me here, okay? These are some of the conversations you're going to need to have, preferably before you even offer the position, okay? I would be, in terms of behaviour, I would also include things like um, team values, okay, how you handle working on each other's clients, etc. cetera, um, how we behave toward clients, even social media. But digging into performance, I would be saying something like, look, what's really, really important to us is that every single client who puts their trust in us receives our full service experience every single time. It's not okay that it's great sometimes and not others. Full service every time. Here's what great service looks like to us. Thorough consultation where we understand what it's like to have that client's hair, where we listen, where we see what they love and then understand what drives them crazy because our job is to solve that problem. We are professional problem solvers. So we are constantly listening and looking for how can I help? What can I do to make this easier? How can I help you do this easier? Okay. Um, looking for um, opportunities to share our knowledge, to prescribe solutions, right? Because it is absolutely not okay to us on this team for that client to trust us pay us for our expertise and then leave us with the same problems she came in here with. Doesn't happen here, okay? Second thing that's super important to us is that every client receives thorough education so that she doesn't have to struggle when she goes home with really bad hair days and we're not sending her to YouTube to work out what she should be using on her hair or how she should be styling her hair. That's our job, okay? Um, also, we definitely believe that it's our responsibility to guide our clients to understand when they need to return, when their services are going to be due, so that we don't leave them struggling with hair that's just way too long to manage. We want to keep them excited. We want to give them new ideas every visit so that they're excited about coming back next time before they've even left today and finally we want to make sure that of course they've got that appointment secured so we don't leave them in the situation where they're stressed and and ringing the salon in a panic two days before a major event and we're booked out okay we see that all as our responsibility our professional responsibility to clients who trust us and are paying for our expertise okay so because all of that is so important to us we keep our eye on the ball constantly, okay? And the way that we track our service levels to make sure that we are delivering to our promised levels to clients is our scoreboard because each of these numbers measures a specific action along our client journey, okay? Um, and we have a scoreboard that helps us celebrate when we're doing things really well and it alerts us quickly when we have 
drop the ball on something, when we've lost focus, right, so that we can get back on track um, and make sure that every client from then on in does receive our full promised service experience, okay? So you and I are going to have a rolling conversation constantly every day, okay? Performance is a fabulously positive thing to us, so it's part of daily life here. We see it as a really exciting thing and we see it as our responsibility to the client. So it's a rolling conversation that you and I will have. We do that in a fun way, but we take it really seriously, okay? Now, this is, I guess, where I'm going to move from step one into step two. Step one is communicate what you expect. Step two, get commitment, okay? So here I start to add some questions like, um, so Susie, now that you've understood a little bit about who we are and what's important to us and what would be expected of you as a team member, how does that sound to you? Does that sound like somewhere that you would feel comfortable, that you would enjoy working? Now, of course, most of most interviewees would say, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. But here comes question number two. Great. So could I rely on you to deliver service to that standard to every client every day? Wait for the yes. That's important. Okay. This is where all accountability is now set. That's a psychological contract and that is what's going to um, underpin their understanding of, geez, I'm going to have to bring my A game here, exactly who they're going to have to be to do well here. Okay? So just to summarise, step number two is about accountability um, and it's about getting commitment. This is who we are, but it's kind of like before I let you in here, Knowing what you know now, does that sound like somewhere you want to be? Can I rely on you? Do you feel you're going to be able to live those values and deliver that level of service every client, every day? Commitment. Anything that you expect but have not gained commitment to, not going to happen. It was never going to happen. That's why we're all so frustrated that our staff don't do what we want them to do because, A, we probably didn't explain it clearly, okay, and, B, we never got agreement. They never agreed to it. They never had any intention of living those standards. Okay, last step. Step number three is where we really dig into accountability and it is where we make it happen, okay? This is our pattern of continual coaching, okay? That series of rolling conversations that happens morning and night and weekly and monthly and quarterly that constantly review our performance, celebrate the great stuff, learn from that, okay? Maybe share the successes and what's cause them with others so they can learn too, but also identify the gaps, okay? Because if our promise and our commitment is we live at this standard, then wherever we're not living at that standard, we've got to identify that straight away. And as the coach, our job is to close that gap. Do not let underperformance become normal, okay? Wherever you see a gap, wherever you see someone performing below standard, we need to be onto that quick smart. So is it a skills issue? If it's a skills issue, a knowledge issue, schedule a training, put it into your training plan, lock it in for a date, make it happen, okay? If it is a mental block, a fear of retailing, a fear of sharing knowledge, all of those things, make time, have the conversation. You're not going to change their results until you change their behaviours. You're not going to change their behaviours until you change how they see this. So the solution to that underperformance could be helping them to see this in a different way so that it flows more naturally, okay? So 
these conversations are constantly setting the focus, setting the standard, reviewing performance, explaining what the numbers mean, what they're teaching us, what it's showing us we need to focus more on, identifying the gaps and taking action on those gaps. So look, in summary, here's the thing. If listening to this, you've been saying, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to do an induction. I'm too busy. You know, I'm booked out on the floor. Um, and if you're also telling yourself, I don't have time to do those conversations. I don't have five minutes of a morning and night. I don't have, you know, 10, 20 minutes of a week uh, to have those conversations. Then you're honestly not structured for performance. Performance is an outcome. It's the result of having the right structures in place that become routine, that become habits to produce a result. Profitability and success is predictable. Do the right actions, you'll get the right results, okay? But if we're not prepared to instill these habits as a framework of your business, then we're absolutely not on track for success. Performance requires those successful habits. So, guys, if this is an area that you really want to become more confident in, you want to be more confident as a leader and you really want to master how do you get your team to perform, then keep an eye out for Salon Leader Bootcamp, two-day immersion program for salon owners and managers where we do a deep dive into our role as the leader and our influence on performance and who we need to be, what we need to do and what our actions need to look like in order to get that success and that profitable performance that we all want from our staff. So, guys, in summary, start clean, expectations on the table, Stay clean, never let them get off track, okay? Those two steps will get you on the right track for better staff performance. So, guys, that's it from me. Start clean, stay clean from the Australian Hairdressing Council. Bye for now.